0: Welcome to another episode of So The Thing Is, where we talk all things relationship, motherhood, business, branding, you name it, we're talking about it over here. It's me, Erica. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome to episode one of So The Thing Is with Mommy. That's me in this episode, we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. I don't really believe in New Year's resolutions. I think that we should always consistently be changing and evolving. I think as a human race, that's like necessary. Um, But I also do feel like, I mean, why not take the new year to reflect on how your year was and incorporate, you know, new goals and things that generally do need to happen at the start of a year? Um, I think it's a great um, pivotal point too, if you're in relationship or if you're, if you have kids, um, if you are embarking on anything new in your business to just use the start of the new year as a great tracking point. So I do kind of get why people do it. Um, So for me, there's two things that I'm really focusing on. Um, One for me is within my marriage and it's not with, you know, centered around Corey, but more so with myself is learning to let go and trust. Um, I've always had trust issues stemming from my past. And I kind of want to be able to be free and within my marriage and um, work on my trust issues. And then we're and I'm going to break both of these down for you guys um, and how what I'm doing and like things that I've reflected on um, leading up to the new year. And then the second thing is something that I actually heard from a podcast that I'm a frequent listener to, which is the Brilliant Idiots, so Charlemagne the God's podcast. And he said something in one of his, like, ask an idiot questions. Someone, I can't remember what the question was, but he said something about people who have experienced um, sexual trauma in their life tend to always put the needs of others before the needs of themselves and that is something that like really like I I don't know I guess I had an aha moment when he said that because I if you've been following along on my Instagram and watched any of my um, IG lives with Corey um, have had you know sexual trauma in my life Um, I was raped when I was in college my freshman year and i do feel like i struggle because i didn't i didn't really think about the fact that it was because of that but i definitely struggle with always putting other people's needs before my own and i'm very much aware of what i want and i know what i want but i do balance what i want based off of what other people around me need as well and so those are two things in my life that i feel like i really 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 want to, um, work on. Um, and I've been, and once again, like I said, I don't really necessarily believe in, okay, it's the new year. Let's change something about myself, but more so once I'm confronted with an issue or a problem or a thing that I feel like is particularly damaging to me me as a person, um, what's into my mental health, then I'm going to start to change. But it just so happens that this one about you know not giving in to other people's needs. Actually, I heard that podcast um, on Christmas Eve, so it really, really resonated with me. So those are my quote unquote resolutions. Okay, so let's break them down. As far as the trust situation, um, really has not a lot to do with Corey. Granted, Corey. <laughs> can be a loose cannon and he can be a guy i guess i i you know honestly the the longer i become married the more and more i realize that guys are just so oblivious um and they don't really understand that the things that they say their actions can really leave a girl like perplexed and like wait what like are you kidding me um which then leads me to being like, so what you really doing? And Y'all know if y'all been following me long enough, you know that I'm crazy and I will own it like crazy Erica. Yes, I am. Um, so I'm not going to change who I am. I'm probably always going to be slightly crazy, but I do really, um, and I have been, I started over the summer really taking time to work on me and my trust issues because again, You know, having dealt with um, sexual trauma and just like relationship stuff and not even just like boyfriend, girlfriend type of thing, but just all types of relationships, I've struggled with trust. Um, So trust really just in general is an issue for me. And I've just decided over the summer that I really wanted to do better with that. So the first step was um, going to counseling for myself. Um, And I did that. Um, and it and it it really didn't take much for me to realize what my problem was. I mean, it took one conversation, long conversation, but one real conversation to kind of be able to be like, okay, so it's a pride thing. And I think for me, because of the lifestyle that I have, and because I choose to live my life so openly on social media and I choose to share almost everything that happens with my life on a daily basis with the world um I kind of sometimes feel like if Corey's out here doing x y and z I mean of course the x y and z would always be like the worst cheating getting somebody pregnant like all the crazy things which I know that he's probably not I mean you never know but (laughs) that's the crazy me like you never know you never know um, but when I think about the things that he could be doing, I kind of get like, I kind of get like this, like this thing like, oh, you're embarrassing me type of feeling because I put my life out here. And it's kind of, it's, it would be embarrassing to do all these lives with Corey and be on Instagram talking about how much I love him, yada, yada, yada. And then for some random bimbo to surface and I have to end up getting a divorce after I just told y'all yesterday that I'm so in love with my husband and granted that happens to people all the time. So it's a part of like reality. But then the other flip side of it is that like, I focus on that all the time. Um, You know, Corey and, Corey and I have had our ups and downs within our marriage, and we've been married for five years, and we've had ups and downs in the beginning, um, but because of my past trauma with trusting people, it's just been harder for me to, to to like say, okay, let's start over fresh. It's very, very hard for me to do that. I am the type of girl like in past relationships or friendships If I feel like my trust has been violated, I will just be like, no, F it, I'm done. Like, I don't want to be your friend. There's nothing left to talk about. If we were boyfriend and girlfriend or dating seriously, it's like, okay, then I'm done with you. I mean, we can play the game back and forth and take a quote-unquote break. That's what they call it in relationships, let's take a break. I don't do breaks. If I'm taking a break, I'm probably definitely... Talking to somebody else in somebody's DMs, like I'm just not that type of girl. Like I'm not the type of girl that deals with infidelity, well, cheating or mistrust. So when we went through that within our marriage, it was it was a very very hard for it was like very hard for me to kind of be like okay I can't just walk away like you know what I mean like the reality is is we're married so even if I wanted to walk away the steps to walk away wouldn't be just so abrupt it couldn't be just like okay done bye see ya it would have to be okay where are you gonna go where am I gonna go how are we gonna manage the kids like it, it would just have been so much and that was like a very eye-opening moment for me within my marriage for myself and I'm not talking about Corey I'm only talking about me so it had been very it was very eye-opening to be like you are married honey you have to really make a choice because you told God you would do this through the good and the bad and this just happens to be one of the bad moments um and then but then to to take my Personality and kind of morph it into something that I've never been, which was like monogamous. Like I've, I mean, I've been monogamous, but if someone is like out and out like hurting me, then it's like f you. I'm gonna do my own thing. That's like how I've always been in any style of relationship, whatever type of relationship you can throw at me. Like I've always been that way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, look out for me first. Um. But with that attitude in a marriage comes so much resentment and, and you just start to like pow on the things like, and you're always looking for something. And that's who I became over the last four years. I became the girl that was always looking for something in every text, in every phone call, um, every time he came home from hanging out with friends, um, every time he took the car, like, it's just like, I've, and I'm already crazy. So it's, like, just add crazy and not trusting into, like, one mixture. And it's just, like, disaster. Um. So in that phone call, my counseling session, what I discovered is, is that what it didn't, it had really nothing to do with, like, the act of the cheating. So, like, for instance, if I were to find out that Corey was, like, cheating on me or something or whatever, I would really not care as much about the act of the cheating like I wouldn't be devastated because he hurt my feelings or because like I loved him so much I would more so be devastated because this is the second time and I was foolish enough to stay which then from my counselor made me realize that like it's not it's not even an it's not even the act of it it's the pride behind it um and that for me was like an eye opener because it was like, okay, so first of all, I should care like <laughs> about how it would make me feel, but I more so only care about how it makes me look and embarrassed and shamed and prideful. And so when you dig deeper down into that, and which is what we did, it's a lot to like walk around feeling like that and your partner is not really doing anything to make you feel that way you're just in walking in fear and for three years or four years just walking in your relationship in fear that he could be I mean but Jesus Christ anybody could be doing anything at any time you know what I mean like my kids could be at school cutting school cutting class every single day and if I walked but they've showed me no signs that they have but if I walked in that fear every day that they were leaving school I'd be a nervous wreck waiting outside of their school for them to pop out and you know be headed to McDonald's for lunch when they shouldn't be every day and they're not actually coming out of the out of the building to go to McDonald's but every day I still think that they are that is like a psychotic place to be and I just need to I just need it to stop. So I am it's it's a hard process and I feel like in 2022 I've I've in 2021 I've grasped the concept of what was wrong with me <laughs> and like what I'm dealing with emotionally and like the words and like the feelings and what I've suppressed. And now I think in 2022 I just want to walk in that. Like I just want to be able to put hold my head up high and kind of say to myself, "Hey, like, if you're doing something crazy, like, I'm not going to be concerned about it. If it When it comes to the light, because it always does, when it does, or if it does, I'll deal with it then. And it's not going to be, I'm not going to be embarrassed because I didn't do anything crazy. You are. So that's kind of, like, where I've been with that situation. And I just want to get better at it in 2022 Um, and then the thing with the Charlemagne. oh my God, I just feel like for me, you know, you can be, and people say this to me all the time. I always do like those like little polls who knows me best and like those quizzes. And I feel like people always assume that because I'm so upfront and honest and like, I can be brutally honest that people assume that like, I don't care what people think, but it's the complete opposite. I, I I have the ability to say what I think, but that doesn't mean that I don't care what you say back in regard to what I say. Um, I'm very emotional. I might not display it all the time. I might not walk around wearing my emotions on my sleeves all the time. But yeah, it it in order for me to... Okay, so let me talk, walk you through the, through the process of making a decision. Down to any decision that I've ever made in my entire life. I don't, I can't even think of one decision that I literally have made for myself and I made it off of what I personally wanted to do. I am not that type of person. I've never been, since I can remember, that type of person. Maybe in high school, because I didn't, I, I, that was before my sexual trauma, but as an adult, I've never been that sort of person. So for instance, um, any major decision, it like takes me weeks to make a choice. Um, I'm always going back and forth. I usually won't sleep through the night leading up to making the, de- the decision. Um, I have to get everybody's opinion. So for instance, like with my business or my brand, I was at a place at one point, this was probably like two years ago. I was at a place where I would have all of these ideas and some of them I have actually implemented now, but before I would have all of these ideas and I would like run them past people that were in my circle, my mom, my sisters, um, my mastermind group at the time, Corey. And I would be like, Oh my God, I have this great idea. I really think my followers and my, you know, my tribe would like love it. I think it could make me some good money, but I don't know. And, and, if a person would shoot it down and be like, uh, I don't know. I don't see that for you. I would be like, okay. And I wouldn't do it. And then I would think about that. Like I would think about exactly everything that they said over and over. It would play in my head for days. And I would be like, dang, maybe they're right. Like I don't need to do that. Like, okay, so she's right. Like I need to stop thinking about that and do this. And it would be something Like their their rebuttal or their other suggestion, what I should do instead, would be something that i maybe not really cool with or don't really like. or doesn't really bring me joy. But because they said I should do it, I would try that before I would try the thing that I felt like was the good idea. And that's literally how I am. I am the type of person that has to get everyone's opinion. I have to make sure everyone is happy. I remember... (laughs) One time, um, it was Crew's birthday. I can't think if it was his first birthday or his second birthday, but my my parents were having like a church thing, um, at their church, and it was this fall, it fell on the same day as Crew's birthday party that I was planning, and I had already planned it. It was like, I when I say already planned it, meaning like I had been planning it in it already and I booked certain things and I was like, okay. And it wasn't going to like, I just, it was like the perfect day. I couldn't really change it to another day. And I mean, and I was just like freaking out because I knew my mom and some of my sisters weren't going to be able to come. And like the whole t- it took me like a week to be like, okay, but this is the only day that I can do it. It was either do it on this day or not have the party at all. And I'm and i and I'm like, but well, my mom is gonna be upset. And I'm like, but then my sisters won't be able to come. And I feel like for most people, they're able to just be like, but this is the only day we have. So this is the day we have to do it and you guys won't be able to make it, but that's okay. That was not how it was for me. I was like literally almost in tears, and, and angry that like this was happening to me and it was like my mom was upset because she couldn't come so that played like like a role in my decision making like do i want her to really be this upset do i want her to miss it do i want my sisters to miss it oh god i don't and then like i did that for like four days like on the phone with my sister talking it through with her and my sister's like erica you clearly can't do it on any other day so they just have to miss it. Like it's not even this serious. And I'm like no, but it is. This is super serious it, because that's how it is. Making a decision for me is ultimately like thinking of everybody else. Like even going to get my nails done this week. I wanted to get my nails done before New Year's <laughs> and I and so of course like why don't you just go right now? And I was like, "Well, if I go right now, then I'm not going to be able to make crew lunch." And I told a crew I would make him this lunch or whatever and then I'm like and then I'll be gone for like an hour and a half and when I come back crew will be awake so I'll be kind of exhausted and I just kept thinking like this is just it doesn't work out for crew if I go get my nails done right now it doesn't work for him mind you doesn't even matter because Corey is home all the other kids is home it's not even like me not being there would do anything and crew is three like he doesn't he's not even aware But it was like, no, I can't do that because this will affect him more than it will affect me not getting my nails done. And I am not doing that anymore. There are so, oh my God, well, I'm not going to, maybe in a later episode, we can talk about all the missed opportunities that I've had, but there are so many things in my life right now, currently, that... I have said no to or wanted to do but didn't because of how someone else will feel. And usually it's like immediate family, um, my in-laws, my kids, Corey, or my friends, um, that I will be like, okay, I'm not going to do it because that might offend so-and-so. Or I'm not going to do it because my, my parents might not like me to do that. I'm not doing that anymore. I feel like there are things that, and they're not negative, you know what I mean? Like, none of it is bad. I don't feel condemned, you know, if I if I say yes and my parents are saying, no, you shouldn't. I just feel like I know what I want just because, and I should be able to know what I want. But I usually tend to side with other people just for the sake of getting along to get along. And when I think about what Charlemagne said about relating that to sexual trauma, it is for sure... A thing, if you've been abused in any way sexually, that you try to prevent yourself from that ever happening again. So it's almost like mentally, you live in this space where you don't want anybody to hurt you. So you rather just give them a yes and take a no. So for instance, and this is maybe TMI, but Sexually, like if you've been sexually abused, the chances that you'll just have sex with anybody is so much higher. Like on, like, 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 like agreeing, not meaning like being taken advantage of, but like, I'm more so willing to throw myself at you rather than you trying to convince me to have sex with you because I feel like now I dominate the power, I dominate what I'm, who I'm giving it up to, I'm in control of my body. Um, but then there is this other like side of it where it's like this fear of like, okay, so I don't want you to take this from me. So even in the, even in the decision making or the choices or saying yes to things, it's like, I don't want you to say, I don't want you to have to feel like you're in charge of me. So I'm going to decide to do what you want me to do. So you don't have to decide it for me. I don't know if that really makes sense. But that's how it is. It's almost for me like, okay, I don't want this person to be mad at me because then they have something over me and they have this power over me and they have this sort of control over me. So if I just agree to do what they want, then it's like I'm taking ownership of the power that I'm giving them. They're not really taking the power from me. I'm giving the power away to them. That's how I feel. And I have to stop doing that. And I don't know, like, there's so many things, like I said, in my life but I'm reflecting on as I'm speaking right now that I have wanted to do for years and I've held back just because how this will make someone else feel. For instance, and I put this on my Instagram to kind of hold myself accountable for it. But in 2022, my one of my goals is to start working on, if not produce, um, my first book. I mean, not my first book, because I've wrote a book before on potty training, but like when I was younger and when I was, um, I think I was a teenager and I told my dad that I wanted to like write a book about my life and I wanted to write novel series about me and like all the things that I've been through. And I had this whole idea in my head because I loved reading. I still do. I love reading novels. Um, and my dad was like, Oh God, you're just going to embarrass us. And For the longest time, I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to write a book because I would hate to embarrass my parents. But then I was like, why does that, why does my book have to, first of all, why does it have to be embarrassing? It's just the story of my life. So what? I went through some, I went through some things. Um, But I do believe that I should write the book. I've had this vision since I was in high school of me writing this book Or these series of books and now I'm holding myself to it I'm not gonna let you know the opinions of anybody else and then not trying to like throw off on my parents I think my I mean my parents love me they support everything that I do um but of course like as parents they're always like oh my god what do do you know What, what can she say next especially when you like live your life on social media um but I'm just gonna do it it's something that I feel like I've said I was going to do for my whole entire life. I'm just going to commit to it. I'm not going to let anyone talk me out of it. I think they would be great little novels. Um, And I'm just going to do it. So that's me for 2022. I mean, of course, there's other things that, you know, I want to grow in. I think for my business, you know, I, I, I want to get better at time management I also want to push myself to think bigger um so that's what's coming with like mommy clean and mommy planner I'm just going to say yes to the to the things that I need to say yes to and no to the things I want to say no to and I think that's just like the power of the yes man it's just being able to like Say yes when you want to say yes, and being able to say no when you don't want to do something, and that is like how I've been living my life. I have been the two years ago, my like catchphrase for the year was, I'm only doing what God's telling me to do, and this year, of course, I'm still in that same mindset I'm only doing what God's telling me to do, but I'm also only doing what I want to do, I'm not doing anything. Just because someone tells me to do it, I'm not letting anybody deter me from a thing. I'm only doing what I want to do and what makes me happy. And I'm putting my decision-making first. I'm not going to consider anybody else. I'm not going to let anybody second-guess me um, or make me second-guess myself. I'm just going to go for it. Because at the end of the day, what's not? it's never hurt anybody to try. And I feel like, you know... Even when it comes to trusting Corey, like I want to stay in my marriage and I want my marriage to be healthy and I can't control him and I can't always be thinking about what he's doing and, you know, just living in that like gray space. It's such a, it's such a draining space to be in, to be thinking about what someone could be doing 24 hours in a day. Oh my God, just saying it out loud drains me. But it's such a draining place to be in. And I don't want to do that anymore. So for me, this year is all about me and just putting me first, putting me first in my marriage. Meaning like I am no longer looking at what Corey is doing. I'm only looking at what I am doing and I'm moving forward from that. as far as making my decisions, I am no longer looking at what other people have to say and contribute to my choices. I'm just going to do what I think I need to do. As long as god is with me who even cares um so the thing is it's just all about me in 2022 like that's the thing it is literally all about me in 2022 i hope this thank you so much for tuning into today's episode we hope you come back and if you loved us like it share it subscribe comment do all the things and if you're looking for mommy content you can find me on instagram at at mom.e.planner and if you're looking to shop my amazing cleaning products you can find those on instagram as well at mom.e.clean and check out all the things on my website www.mommyclean.com see you next time